Welcome back to another episode of the Stocks and Blocks podcast, a stocks and blockchain podcast from Investify that turns you from a confused to confident investor. Whether you're just starting out or a seasoned pro, join us as we demystify stocks and cryptocurrencies one episode at a time. And before we get started, just a quick reminder that everything discussed today is for education purposes only and is general in nature. And make sure you check out the disclosure documents on our website at investify.com.au. And with that, let's get stuck into it. I'm Anthony. I'm joined by my co-hosts, Zach and Richard. Boys, how are we? Good morning. Yeah, fantastic. How are you? Good, good. That's good. I think we're all better after this this uh, tonic drink that Rich has brought in this morning. Yeah, what's in it, Rich? Yeah, so a bit of apple cider vinegar, lemon, orange, ginger, turmeric, you know, the good stuff for you. Absolutely love it. Yeah, I feel quite, quite alert. Superfoods. Yeah, I've um, yeah. replaced it with caffeine the last sort of week and it's done wonders for me. Yeah, good. So today we're going to be talking about um, interest rates and cash rates, but more importantly or more specifically, the interest rates for specific banks. So, you know, the takeaway for our listeners is that they can work out what banks out there in Australia they can potentially look at joining and what return they can get in doing so. Before we go to that, before just saying, all right, here are the banks, here are the interest rate returns, let's just have a quick discussion on what the cash rate is, what interest rates are and how that ultimately impacts uh, the interest that we can um, receive from investing in the bank. So I'll quickly start. We've got the Reserve Bank of Australia, the RBA, that's essentially the central bank in Australia, and they set what's called a cash rate. And that essentially sets a tone of how the economy should be performing in Australia. Kind of think like if you go to a party, they're setting the theme of you know what you, what you need to wear to the party. And then you've got all the commercial banks, so the big four, ING, Macquarie, Bank of Queensland, Great Southern Bank, et cetera, et cetera. They're all coming to the party. And then they use that cash rate that's dictated by the Reserve Bank of Australia to lend and borrow off each other. So just say Commonwealth Bank of Australia, a lot of their customers have withdrawn a certain amount of money. They then need to borrow money from another bank, which might be Westpac. And then that cash rate, which is currently at 4.1%, is the rate that they borrow money from Westpac. Westpac, give them a chop out. They give them some money to to uh, use and then Commonwealth Bank of Australia then has to owe them that money back with a 4.1% interest rate return. Yeah. Well so explained. Yeah. So essentially the cash rate is how cheap or expensive it costs for the banks to, you know, lend or borrow their money. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's a business, right? Yeah, absolutely. And so these rates here then get passed on to the consumers. So this is what we are now paying to be able to borrow money for mortgages, for business loans, Mm -hmm. but it's also the interest returns that we get on our savings as well. And that's the the important part is like these banks, they don't, they're not legally obliged to change their interest rates off the back of whatever the cash rate says. Mm -hmm. Like I said at the start, it's more just setting the tone. So if you've got interest rates going up or the cash Mm -hmm. rate going up and banks increase their interest rates, one or two of the banks might do it and then the others will tend to follow suit because I guess they stay competitive. Spot on. But mm. sometimes they delay that increase just so they can make a bit more money during that cycle as well. Yeah. So that's super important. They, they act as a business. They're just a big commercial business. So, Rich, do you just want to quickly touch through the difference between because there's obviously there's interest savings account and then there's term deposits. Now, for everyday people, they might get a little bit confused what the differences are between the two. What, what are the main differences? Yeah, First of all, what are they and then what are the differences? Yeah, sure. So essentially a high interest savings account is a, is a very flexible account. You can, with, you can deposit and you can withdraw and you're basically earning the interest that we just spoke about. You know, cash rate, interest rates, you're going to be earning that money. It's a, it's a saving, savings account essentially. 
with a term deposit, it becomes a more fixed approach. So, you know, bringing it back to the, what is it, the gold mites days with the common bank, that's that's a term deposit. You, you set aside a, a, a chunk of money, you put it into that account, it's a term deposit, it sits there, it's fixed. So the main difference is one is variable and one is fixed. The term deposit is a fixed account. So you can't actually withdraw money. You're locked in for a certain period of time. Can you put more money in if you want? Yeah, you can put more money in. They'll obviously accept all your money, but they want to know that they can use that those funds with whatever they need to it's use a them for. Ticket. Yeah, yeah, because I, I think just because we're, you're seeing all these rates at the moment, five percent, five point five percent, it doesn't mean it's always going to be that way. Like you were saying before, like these numbers fluctuate, and they can fluctuate on like month to month as you know the interest rates do. You know, chop and change there. So it's important to note that just because you're coming into a, uh, you know, high interest savings account now at five percent in six months' time, it might not be that either. So it's important exactly. to you know, well, also take note. Like in the 2010s, I think for the last 10 or 15 years, I probably need to fact check this, but it wasn't really a time to save no. your money in no, the interest no. savings accounts. I think that was more the time when yeah. you wanted to invest or. Well, get loans out rather yeah. than actually putting your money and keeping it in there. Well, they're trying to promote a saver economy. Like we, they all want us to keep saving now and not spending. That's mm. why they're they're helping us with you know increasing these interest rates for us to make money of holding money in the bank. That's well, it's obviously to combat inflation as well, though, yeah, right? Mm, because exactly. they're trying to cool down. the exactly. economy yeah. down. So they're like, let's make it attractive to save. Let's make it non attractive to spend. That's that's essentially what they're doing here. All right, Rich, the drum roll moment. What are the top three highest interest savings accounts here in Australia? Number three, what is it? Number three, we got Macquarie Bank. Ooh. <laughs> they offer 5.55% mm. per annum, but that's a welcome rate. It does drop down to about 4.5% after four months. Still watch. pretty good. Still pretty good. You need to watch that though. Yeah. yeah. That's the, um, the hidden conditions. I get you in with that, that attractive rate from the get-go and then – and Bam, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> but you, to be fair, the 4.5 is still pretty good. That is still That's good. Still decent, yeah. Yeah. It's still above the cash rate. Mm. So you are still making a bit of money, mm. but essentially, yeah, just watch yourself there. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, Rich, what comes in at number two? It's the ING Savings Maximizer account. That offers 5.5% ongoing bonus. The catch to that is it requires a minimum monthly deposit of $1,000. So you need to keep depositing $1,000. And I guess a loophole in that is you just move money across from one savings account to that account and make sure it's just circulating circulating every month. Absolutely. I think you've also got to do five transactions on that card as well. Yep. Yep. I, I know because I'm a, uh, I actually have an ING Savings Maximizer account. You would. Well, back when I read The Barefoot Baby. Investor. Yeah, it's got to be paid. <laughs> Shout out to my man. <laughs> He'd be listening. Yeah, absolutely. Friend yeah. of the show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I've had one for, for years. I stopped using it, obviously, when there wasn't really that much um, high returns on them recently. But now they've come back up. I've, um, I have started putting my money back in there. Mm. Yeah, wow. There you that's go. good. Mm. You've got you to watch out for this criteria, though. Like a lot of the times it can be quite simple like that, five transactions, um, you know, put $1,000 in a month. But, you know, other times they'll ask you to do things like, you know, five random acts of kindness and call your grandma every month. And so you're going <laughs> <laughs> to be careful and just be aware of these things um, before you get involved. What do you reckon's harder, five transactions a month or calling your grandma? <laughs> 
Transactions, please. <laughs> yeah, as, as Zach Bye said, um, the, ba- the base rate is what you, what you got to look out for and then they offer all these bonus rates on top of that and that's what we're talking about, that final figure. But you got to hit that criteria. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, the moment we've all been waiting for. Macquarie comes in at number three. ING or ING, as Zach says, comes in at number two. <laughs> <laughs> number one, what is the winner? It's the Me Bank. Me Bank. Me Bank. Mm, That's really? the one, yeah. So they're offering 5.65% per annum. Nice. It's pretty good, isn't pretty it? Pretty high. And the criteria to be able to activate it? Yeah, so so there's two accounts with MeBank. So one's a spend me transaction everyday account, and essentially you have to deposit $2,000 into that account, which then converts to a home me account, which offers that 5.65% per annum. Is that 2000 each month? Yeah, that's 2000 each month. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. So when you are selecting a the right bank for you, it's really important that you look at this criteria and actually go, okay, can I actually meet that? Is that going to make sense for me to, you know, be able to actually activate those interest rates there? So, yeah, definitely something to take into account. Yeah, the, the terms and conditions are very, very important for these yeah. things. They might have the high numbers flashing on the homepage of the website. Don't be fooled. Yeah, don't be fooled. not everything. Absolutely. Shiny metal. Shiny metal. Now, we do want to have a few special mentions to a, a couple of other banks. Whilst we haven't put them in the top three because they are a bit more specific to certain age groups and um, probably age groups that aren't listening to this podcast. So, Rich, over to you. What are some other high-interest savings accounts? Yeah, sure. So Bank of Queensland Future Saver Account. So that's between the ages of 14 and 35, and they offer 5.5% per annum for balances under $50,000. But for to trigger that, you need to be doing five eligible transactions per month and depositing a thousand dollars per month. It's good to know under thirty five is still considered a young adult. That's what I'll grab that. That's pretty good. If you're a fourteen year old and you're working a part time job whilst at school, to getting five and a half percent return on your, your investment oh, great. or on your, your savings is pretty good, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Even if you're a big kid like us. Yeah. So like even though we don't have many 14-year-olds listening to the show, if you know one, let them know. Yeah, absolutely. Pass mm. it on to them. Mm. Or if you've got – if you're a parent and you've got kids. Yeah. 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 Yep. Get them off on the right stop. And the next one is the Great Southern Youth eSaver. So this is specifically designed for kids. So this is 0 to 17. So for all the parents out there, get your kids onto this one. It is offering 5.25% for the first $5,000. Great Southern Bank. It's a good bank, that. Why do you like that bank so much? I just, What's your ties to it? Uh, I did some marketing for them. Mm, I remember that. Yeah. You blew them up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. Didn't want to say it. Yeah. That's where yeah. I was going with it. Yeah. yeah oh, is that the one up. you spoke about where you had a um, your winning seat in the Yeah. In yeah, the it was. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With um, Dylan Friends. What's, what are they called? Dylan Friends. Dylan Friends. Yeah. Dan Gorridge and Dylan Buckley. So obviously I said I, I personally use Commonwealth Bank for my main transactions, but I do have some savings put in ING, ING Bank, um, because of the, the healthy return there. What banks do you boys use and why aren't you using any on the top three? Well, for me, you know, I, I've just used ANZ for my whole life. <laughs> so I haven't actually – it's not that I'm lazy. I just – it's kind of, I see my screen and all, the, all my accounts are with ANZ, so it's just easier for me and – I guess I've just stuck with them and I'll probably stick with them for a very long time. I just haven't bothered looking at anywhere else. Loyalty and laziness. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> LL. 
So do you know the return that ANZ give you? Yeah, so they're actually returning. They've just increased their rate uh, based on the um, cash rate. So they've increased it to 4.65 and they've got a pretty cool app that they built. I actually, I've shown you boys, but I haven't seen anything just even similar to this app, like the level of the technology behind it and how user interactive it is. So it's an ANZ Plus app. You know, it's very easy to log on, very easy to sign up to, and it's all done online. You don't need a call. It's all done online. If you have, if you need help, I actually needed help with my account recently, and I, I jumped onto their messaging app, and it's like a 24-hour like live chat, and, it, and it's all recorded. It's all there. It's very silky smooth. Mm. I guess like we spoke about before, 4.6 or 4.65, whatever it is, is still pretty good. Yeah, and I, and I look at that as, you know, uh, a base rate if I was comparing comparing it to the other ones like yeah they offer bonus rates but you know there's all that criteria that we got to match but you know i'm just happy sitting at 4.65 with my anz no need to move funds around and i'm not diversified across all the banks here (laughs) what about you zach so i've always been a combank boy um from the dolomite era dolomite represent (laughs) (laughs) but over the last couple of years i actually moved across to up up bank so that is uh it's an incredible bank. It's like, what's up? What's up, dog? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Up's the new bank on the on the scene. They, they actually make saving really fun as well. They have a lot of auto roundups, um, how they create all their savings accounts. Um, you know, they reward you every time you you save and there's like, it's like very much gamified the whole- um, That's why he likes it. <laughs> yeah, got me, got me good. Uh, but like, yeah, they're just a like real young um young brand, but they've, um, they've done a really good job. I mean, their savings rate's not the best in the market. It's about 4.35%, so it's all right. Um, but yeah. They've got to up I'm, their game. Uh, <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, also with Combank as well, which is, yeah, 4.75. So yeah, between them, that's, I'm sort of um, yeah, spread out across there. I'm happy with that. I think it's like, yeah, as long as you're somewhere in the market, like there is obviously the – not not necessarily a financial cost, but the time of setting up your other accounts, mm. and <clears throat> you might do that, and it might be all right for a few months, and yeah. then it drops down. And mm. It's like, well, is it worth it? I'm going to find another bank. Yeah, like, I, I think what's what's important out of this is look into your current bank, and if you're not using a high interest savings account, maybe look into what that is and what the criteria is. If you can meet that, um, you know, have uh, have a look into those long term accounts if if that's something that you want to explore as well. So yeah, it might be a bit of a hassle to change banks. You might not you know want to move to me or ING, but it's I think at least trying to maximize your current um, you know setup with your bank is is probably the biggest thing to get out of this as well. Anything else from you fellas before we wrap it up? Uh, just one other thing with the government's promise. So essentially the, gov- the Australian government backs or is an insurance to about $250,000, not about, but is $250,000 on all deposits to the big banks. So they essentially are an insurance to your money. Up until two hundred fifty mm, grand. Up until two hundred fifty mm-hmm. grand. So Fantastic. if something happens to one of these banks, a banking crisis comes banking to Australia. Tra- that's the one. You kidding yourself? <laughs> <laughs> then the government does refund you your two hundred fifty thousand dollars up to two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, everything above two hundred fifty thousand dollars isn't insured, and that's what led to the banking collapse because there was a lot of deposits that exceeded that two hundred fifty grand mark, and people were freaked out. Yep. Exactly. All right. Anything from you, Zach? No, let's wrap it up. All right. Awesome. All right. Thanks, boys. Uh, I'll see you in the next episode.